Hi, I'm Kira. And I'm Sarah. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to Decom Mission. Oh, God, the last movie of season one. Is this episode like 28 or something? Late 20s. It's been a long season, everyone. It's been a long season. I can't believe we've watched this many this year already. Well, it's because we also did the Halloween stuff, so we we added in a few. Because normally, I mean, if we were just doing one per year, it would be like 22 or 23. But since we did a couple extra, and by a couple I mean like four extra for Halloween. (laughs) We had seven. (laughs) Seven Halloween ones. Also, okay, so I learned today that there are actually three, today, I learned this yesterday, there are three Christmas movies, and I had just been under the impression that the only Christmas movie was the Good Luck Charlie one. Now there's three. So sorry we're not doing any of those this year, but also we didn't want to add on to this season that is already way too long. Mm-hmm. So, we have to finish it right around the new year and then start off the new yeah. year with a new season. There will be plenty of future seasons to watch Christmas movies. Yeah. It's funny because I could have swore that there were christmas decoms but in my head i'm like oh kira checked they're probably the disney premiere films like i'm so they're used not to... even subtle they're not even subtle names one of them's like called like twas, twas the, night. the night and then the other, one, the other one's called the ultimate christmas present like what did i miss when i was reading these i don't know oh, to be fair to you i didn't even verify them i'm like yeah sure yeah <laughs> makes sense. sounds like sounds like me to not double check things because uh upside down magic is not on disney plus so Sarah and I had to watch it on the oh-so-wonderful website of Disney And let now. me tell you, it was rough for me because every, like, 10 seconds, mine would just pause. And it started off as just, like, a second pause and it would continue on. But by the end, it was, like, five seconds. You were 12 it would pause. minutes behind me. And then, yeah, and then it would minutes. play for another, like, five seconds and then it would pause for five seconds. And let me tell you, it made it really hard to be into this movie because I could only concentrate on the fact that it kept pausing. So yeah, yeah we ended and I it. Felt and... I felt bad because I was like, Sarah, uh, look out for this thing that happens. Right. And then at the end, you're like, oh, Sarah has 12 minutes left. So um, we're going to end the watch along and Sarah's going to finish the movie. Yeah, and even us watching them. And at some point we'll upload all of them. But this one's not going to be a fun one to watch with this, no. let me tell you. <laughs> you're going to watch me struggling. Oh, oh man. And we have to pause it a couple times. It's 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 not it's not a great time. I had no problems on the website. I mine played without it, and there's like ad breaks that are supposed to happen, and they never happened. Yeah, and it's yeah, weird because it was fine. But ever since I got a new router and everything, I haven't been having any issues with my internet. But that I don't know if it was the website or just a busy night on Charter Internet, but. It also yeah. might have been a Mac OS thing because you were saying there right. was a pop-up on, on Firefox. That's right. Like a... I started on Chrome and it was having issues. So I tried Firefox and it wouldn't play at all because it didn't trust the website or something. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Who I knows? don't use a Mac for when we're recording. I only use one for work. <laughs> That's funny because I use a Mac at home, but at work I have Windows. <laughs> it's the complete That's opposite. very funny. So yeah, so today is the last movie of 2020, which is the last decom that has been made so far, and that is Upside Down Magic. It's released in July of this year. Spoiler alert, it's suitable for the year 2020. (laughs) Not great. Oh, no, I don't want this. Oh my god, why is is it making these sounds? (laughs) That's what it was doing, is when you go to search for it, it makes that weird sound. Yeah, there's that's like what a it was sound. doing for me yesterday. It freaked me out because my headphones were on really loud. It still it didn't give me that pop up this time either though. Where you have to put in. So I got there. I had to pick my avatar. I had to put in my name, and then I had to put in my birthday. And I realized at the top it gives you an option to skip, but it was the whole window, not a, just a small box like yours. There's a lot of clips from like the cast and stuff of this this movie. I it's a lot of shorts. There's, like, a lot of, like, Zoom things that they've been doing, which is cool, but also, like, it's just a lot. It's, like, the whole page. Okay, so Upside Down Magic is from 2020. It's 96 minutes, so it's it's an hour and 36 minutes, which is a little long, but also it's kind of, it's, it's almost average at this point. It was really, it was longer than that for me. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. It was for me, it was, like, an hour and 50 minutes. Oh, my God. 
Uh, it's PG. I'm not sure why this one is PG and some of the other ones aren't PG. Yeah. What was the one? Was it Kim Last Week's Kim Possible? Was G. Was G? There's yeah. no way that this movie no, we just watched bizarre. is worse or it needs more parental guidance than Kim Possible. I don't know That's where weird. the censors were like, yeah, this one's a PG and Kim Possible, the G. So, okay, the the blurb for this one on Disney Now is, Nori and her best friend Reina enter the Sage Academy for Magical Studies, where Nori's wonky magic glads her in a class for those with upside-down magic, otherwise known as UDM. And that's it. <laughs> that's the whole, that's all, that's everything that happens in the movie. Yeah. Kira and I decided that this movie should have been called Seaweed and the Queen. <laughs> because you, didn't you say Nori means seaweed in Japanese? Nori, yeah, technically her name is spelled with a Y, but N-O-R-I in Japanese is seaweed. It's, like, you can put it in ramen and it's, like, edible seaweed, the, like, dried seaweed. Uh-huh. And then, and then reina, reina means queen in Spanish, so. Seaweed and the queen. Seaweed and the queen. <sighs> Sarah and I have already kind of talked about this a little bit before we started recording, but this week's episode is probably going to be a little bit qu- a little bit short because obviously she didn't have a very great viewing experience of this movie, and also we're very tired of these later movies. Yeah, There's just the something past, about them that the just feels heartless. Yeah, like they feel kind of like soulless, and it has nothing to do with the performers. It just has to do with the production itself. The dialogue was really stale. Adventures in Babysitting on. So that Adventures in Babysitting, Freaky Friday, Kim Possible, and now this. We were just in a rut of What was the 2015 movie? Teen Beach 2? Oh, yeah. Wait, 15, 16. Yeah, Teen Beach 2 was 15. What was 14? Oh, we had Return to Halloween Town before that. That was bad, too. Yeah, but that was invisible. That was in fourteen though. Halloween Town High. Fourteen was. Oh, we didn't watch anything in fourteen. That's right. Fourteen was. Uh, it's like a sequel or something. Ah, I'm looking it up because I don't want to. I feel bad that last week I was like, I'm not looking up this girl's name when who played Kim Possible. (laughs) So I'm sorry to girl Sadie. What's your name? I'll look up her name in a second so I can, you know rectify that sadie stanley thank you sadie stanley i knew it was a really easy name but uh 2014 is what did we sarah we skipped 2014 uh-oh what did we skip we skipped cloud nine <laughs> wait how many movies decoms came out in 2014 three were we the just other went ones straight sequels, to teen beach two we, didn't we were to check <laughs> We need more Tanner. We're skipping 2014. Here's the thing, though. I'm not necessarily mad about it because teen- 2013 is only Teen Beach movie. So it's basically like... It's basically like Teen Beach movie was the 2013-2014 movie. Because, like I said, only Teen Beach movie came out in 2013. So it's almost like 2013 and 2014 were, like, mixed together. So I'm not that mad about it. Oh, like well. I said, also, this season has been very long, so I think it's hysterical. I'm sorry to anyone who's really upset that we didn't watch Cloud Nine, <laughs> but we will watch it next year, and we'll watch another. We'll watch two 2014 movies in the next season. I'm surprised I didn't catch that either. From updating the Instagram, I just totally skipped. Well, I guess we had the Halloween. Though we had the Halloween break, so I guess maybe I didn't. That's even what was think so confusing. It. We just really, we also just really wanted to watch Team Beach movie too, or Team Beach two. We just really wanted to watch it. Like we skipped Bad Hair Day to That's watch Team Beach two, and so, it was right around election time too. So we had our mind on other things. Okay. Yeah. So, if you're <laughs> mad at us, we're sorry. We're only human, and we are the big dumb. Watch Cloud Nine be an amazing movie, and we just totally missed it this year. I think I don't I even think know it's what that very movie funny. is. I think it's really funny, but like I said, we'll just do we'll just do Cloud Nine and Zapped. Okay, just for the sake, I know we'll repeat this next next episode, but like I'm just gonna do this now for my own sake. But the movies that we should be watching for next season are Brink, The Thirteenth Year. These are non non holiday movies. Also, The Color of Friendship motocrossed not luck of the irish that's the next season can i kelly can i kelly yeah i'm I'm liking the starting lineup so far 
Yeah. Uh, right on track. Pixel Perfect. Buffalo Dreams. Buffalo Dreams? Mm-hmm. High School Musical. Uh, Johnny Capala. Capahala, uh Back on Board. Camp Rock. Hatching Pete. Uh, Camp Rock 2. Oh, no, it's not Johnny Capala. Sorry, it's High School Musical 2. Lemonade Mouth. Radio Rebel. Cloud Nine and Zapped. We'll decide whether we're going to do Bad Hair Day or Descendants and Descendants 2. And then we're basically going to be ending at Descendants 2 or Descendants 3 because we've already watched uh, Freaky Friday, Kim Possible, and Upside Down Magic. And the only 2018, 2019, and 2020 movies that are left are Zombies, Descendants 3, and Zombies 2. And we're going to be watching Zombies and Zombies 2 for Halloween of next year. Right. We're going to have a lot of musicals next season. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, got to decide. I mean, we've still got the musicals of the Cheetah Girls movies, but we can decide whether we want to save some of the musicals. I think we have to do high school, the high school musicals. I think, I think we've reached a point where we have to do them. Yeah. Maybe do, maybe save the Camp Rock movies for the next season. That's what I was thinking. I was, we'll do the, the Cheetah Girls and the Camp Rock movies. Right. Because we're going to have three. the Descendants ones. So that's And I really want to watch the Descendants. I'm, yeah. I do too. I've never seen them. And I kind of yeah. want to see your reaction to High School Musical, and I'm I yeah. haven't seen them in a while, and I'm kind of curious. So this is like an executive <laughs> decision of we want to do High School Musical series and uh, Descendants. Also, because next season we'll be doing, maybe not next season, but like in one of either season two or season three, we'll be watching the Zombies movies, which are also musicals. So like we shouldn't we shouldn't do three musicals and then one set of musicals. So yeah, right. we'll do we'll do High School Musical and Descendants next year, and then Camp Rock. And uh, Cheetah Girls the following season. Right. Plus, we'll have Lemonade. We'll have Lemonade Mouth in the coming season, too. And that's also yeah. a musical. I think Radio Rebel is as well. Camp Rock. So we won't be watching anything for 2008 next next season. Because the only Do things that two? are left for 2008 are... Oh, it was Minutemen, okay. Camp Rock, and Cheetah Girls One World. So we'll be skipping We'll do two 2013 movies instead. 2014. There's only 20. Oh, only right, 2014. See, I, I still forget about 2014. <laughs> so, and then instead of Camp Rock 2, we'll watch Den Brother. I'm going to write this out for next for next episode when we actually review everything and we'll really talk about next season and where we want to go with the with the, the, the program. So, anyway, back to back to Upside Down Magic. I'm so excited <laughs> to talk about Upside Down Magic. I feel like I also missed a lot of things that happened in this movie so much of this movie because of the way that like it's hard to pay attention to something that's stopping and starting yeah four seconds but you told me a lot of stuff that was gonna happen and that really helped (laughs) like hey look out for this and then i would yeah so (sighs) this movie is based on a book a series of books a A lot of of them right yeah there's seven with an eighth one in the works and they're for young readers. They're for they're like junior readers on Scholastic. So it's all about a ten, like a ten or eleven year old girl who goes to this school, and in in the movie she's older, which is fine. She's like thirteen. Initially in the books, there's eight kids that are a part of Upside Down Magic, but in the movie there's only four. And then Raina was completely made up for the film. So this this school is called Sage Academy. And there's five schools in the Sage Academy. There's fuzzies who can talk to animals. There's flickers who in the book can turn invisible and make other things invisible. But in the movie, they can make things move through telekinesis, which honestly I think is so much more interesting than just invisibility. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's fluxers who can change into animal forms. There's flares who can make a fire appear, and there's flyers who can fly. And honestly, those are the dumbest names. Yeah. Let me tell you, though, it it took me a long time to realize they all started with an F and they were going with a theme. That's sad, (laughs) I know. I wasn't paying attention to that part. And, like, once they started talking about it more and more, I'm like, oh, wow, that's really sad. I didn't catch on to that sooner. But the names are so bad. Oh, they're so bad. Fuzzies, really? Honestly, none of them are as bad to me as fuzzies. Yeah. Did they? Did the writers know? Well, maybe it was in the book too. But I bet the, they the tried whole, to call like, them furries. Thing. I'm sure that they were when was, they first wrote. Yeah, they tried to call them furries. I wonder if they know about furries. 
Yeah, and then someone was like, oh, uh, you know, that's a whole different kind of community, right? Yeah. <laughs> so there were a lot of changes from the book to the movie, besides the fact that they just created Reyna. And honestly, I don't know all of them, because I really don't know what the climax of the book is, because the climax of the movie revolves around Reyna, spoilers, getting taken over by a shadow monster because she's having a tough time in school. I'll get into that later. But in the in the movie, they also, like I said, they made flickers not invisible. They made them have telekinesis. Uh, the Nori's dad is supposed to be the headmaster of the school, but instead it's this really mean woman. You only see her dad in the very beginning of the movie. I just realized we never yeah. see him. Nope, he never is. He's never back. <laughs> uh, she's also supposed to have older siblings at the school who are doing really, really well. So the upside down magic of the movie is that Nori is a fluxer, so someone who can change into animals, but she can't change into just regular animals. She can only change into, like, chimeras, basically. So she, when she's trying to turn into a kitten, she turns into, like, a kitten dragon that's called a dritten uh, that I was reading about, and I think that she says it at the end of the movie. Uh, and then there's a boy named Andres who is a flyer, but, like, he's, he can't fly, really. He can only, like, he has to, like, wear a backpack of rocks because otherwise he'll, like, fly off into space and die, which I think is kind of funny. <laughs> this is what his mom told, tells him. You have to wear your backpack or you're going to go into space and never come back. Like, way to give a kid anxiety, jeez. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Uh, there's Pepper, who's a flicker that instead of making stuff... A flicker is also... They're, they're, they have telekinesis, but their stuff is only supposed to come towards them, which is kind of stupid. But Pepper's whole thing is that she can only make things go away from her, which is so much cooler. Right. Why would you want, if you're fighting something, why would you want it to come closer to you? Yeah. Uh, and then there's Elliot, who is a flare who can't make fire. He can only make smoke. And of course, this school is super elitist, so anyone who doesn't have the exact right magic goes to UDM or Upside Down Magic and gets put into a bunker in the ground. Out in the forest. Who does that? Yeah. Apparently in the book, Nori went to live with her aunt and goes to public school while also going to UDM, like an after-school program. I don't really yeah, understand I wonder how, how that works. works. Part of me wants to go read the books now, but part of me is also not going to. <laughs> I tried to get the uh, digital version, but I had to wait 10 weeks for the LA County Library System to deliver to me digitally, so... Oh, no. you were talking digitally. I thought you meant like a regular book. I'm like, no. yeah, it makes sense. How do they have nope, to wait to get digital. a digital copy? I don't really know how it works. I think it is an actual, like, digital file. Yeah. Well, I looked it up at so. my library, and they have a physical copy at the one in the town I live in. But mm -hmm. they are only doing curbside pickup right now, obviously. And they were closed yesterday. So, oh, well. Yeah. Uh, so I did want to give it a read, because I do think it's interesting. I don't really like the magic system of this world. I think it's it leaves a lot to be desired. Like, especially... Especially the flares. Like, flying, there's been other times where it's just been like, oh, yeah, you can just fly and that's your whole ability. They do that in Sky High, too. But flares bother me. Like, why is it just fire as an element? Right. That'd be so like, boring. I'd... Like, the scene where so they were all boring. sitting at the table and they're all just, like, flicking fire into the air and that's their whole thing. Yeah. Like, how sad that that's your only thing you can do. Yeah, and it's so boring. And also, their whole class is just making popcorn. Right. So, okay, going into the, going, I'm going to step aside for a little bit, and it's our sidestep and talk about something that really, really bothered me about this movie. And I don't know if it's just the movie or if it's also in the book. The teachers in this movie are absolutely abhorrently nasty. Like, they, they are, the flair teacher with Reyna basically tells her all the time that she's not good enough that she's that you know they expected more from her that she was the best in the, in the tryouts despite the fact that their tryouts were like you have to light this candle that's six feet away with a fire and apparently Raina did it the best even though it was just fire <laughs> i don't really understand what was so cool about I, it i don't know but yeah you would think they would at least have one or two teachers that were the good ones that's how it is in most fantasy books like harry potter you have teachers yeah. you don't like you have teachers that you love why are they the all so bad? The UDM guy starts off really mean, and then he turns into this auto-tuned monster, basically. But it turns out that he also is UDM, and he, the he's a, he's a fuzzy that, you know, can't can't talk to animals. He can only sing to animals, and he sound he's so auto-tuned it's awful. 
Um, but the best part of the movie is the montage where he actually realizes that he can teach them something and start to get them to, to better their magic. It's a really nice little montage. The last act of this movie is kind of okay. Yeah. But the first two acts are awful. Right. Also, he makes this big deal about how Nori is the one to change his mind. And it's like, he's been like, I've been doing this for years. And they keep going old. He's like 40. And and he's and he's like, Nori's finally changed my mind. I'm like, really? Out of the, all the years that you've been doing this, this, she's the first one to be like, no, let's change this? Yeah. That's, that's very strange. Did we ever figure out if it's all first years? Because I feel like at the end, I there was something about, and our best first year students... And I was confused if they're all first-year students or if they're a mix. At, at the school in general? Yeah. No, I think it's a mix. Like, everyone's there. Okay. But the the Founders Day specifically was just for the best, most promising first-year student. Gotcha. You know, like they did in Kim Possible. Yep. <laughs> most promising freshman. So it's bas- it was basically the same idea. But we realized with UDM, it wasn't really explicitly said, but it was implied very, 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 very heavily, is that UDM is only a first-year program because they're trying to erase their magic and send them back into the the real world to just be accountants or whatever. Because there's a shadow monster type thing, there's shadow magic that specifically only feeds on people with upside-down magic. Because the first person to get it was someone with upside down magic who was a flare who could only fart fire. And okay, <sighs> that sequence was so cool because it was all stop motion, but it was ruined by this stupid fart, fart joke. joke. Which yeah. was like, why are they making this joke during this part that's supposed to be pretty serious? Even if they made a burp fire. I wish he'd burped fire. That would have been that would have been, been better than a fart joke. Yeah. There was another movie where they made a really obnoxious fart joke. It's like, really? Do we have to make this uh, there for was, five was freaky. Are you talking about Freaky Friday with the car? No, the I feel car? like it was a while ago. It was one I of the earlier ones. So it was this beautiful stop motion sequence of like in a book and it was really cool. But it was, yeah, it was tarnished by that. But also, it seems to be, based on the fact that it this shadow magic feasted on this flare however many years ago and then Reyna the flare it seems to be like mm, maybe the shadow magic is only for flares <laughs> maybe we should just get rid of all the flares yeah let's distinguish all their fire so do you want to start with the moral or the test of time um I feel like we've been starting with moral a lot lately so let's do test of time Cool. Um, this movie had a lot of effects. Some of them were good and some of them were really not. The fire effects looked very good. Yeah. The fire looked good. It seems to be a common thing with DCOMs where, especially the more recent ones, sometimes they have really good effects. Sometimes they're really bad. Yeah. Like Scream Team. They had some really good fire shots. They had some really bad ones. Yeah, but that was like 18 years ago. Yeah. This is, they get they, more of these, a pass. Yeah. Then, then there was the transformation uh cgi which sometimes looked okay and then sometimes looked really really bad i just like hated at the, end, like the whiskers when they'd come out i just i didn't, I didn't like that, that. it looked good though i will say like i didn't yeah. like it but it looked very good like when her mouth transformed into the nose it looked that was one of the better transformation in cgi mm-hmm. moments at the end, though, Nori transforms into a panda kitten penguin, and it looks terrible. Yeah. The elephant bird thing she turned into looked okay compared to that. So it was like the transformation CGI was like really hit or miss, as was the shadow CGI, because the, the shadow, the actual like shadow monster looks pretty good. But the shadows that like came out of Reyna and like formed into the shadow monster looked horrible. Mm-hmm terrible the dialogue was not great i don't oh, think that's gonna stand up over time so the dialogue one of the writers for this movie also wrote the kim possible movie and it was Which very explains a lot yep this dialogue was just totally unnatural but it was also really cheap dialogue that wasn't it didn't really sound like something someone would say but it was trying to sound like cool and hip for kids yeah what's up fam oh yeah they kept dropping yeah they kept dropping like kind of outdated slang like fam is not a big slang term anymore no maybe they filmed this like two years ago and it finally (laughs) made it out i don't know but yeah 
Also, Nori was obnoxious for the first yeah. half of this movie. Like, she was unbelievably obnoxious. She got better. She did. She did genuinely, like, calm down. and, and But it's also because she wasn't really on, this, on screen as much. But for the first act and a half, at least, she was so unbelievably unlikable. Mm-hmm. But she got, like I said, she got better, which is very different from Freaky Friday. Right. Did not get at least better. there was some sort of character development with her. Yeah. Or maybe, like you said, it was just because she wasn't on screen as much. Either way. Well, yeah, and she also, she they, they gave a little bit more time to the other three Upside Down Magic kids, which was good, because they were fine. Uh, I think this movie holds up better than the Kim Possible movie. Yeah, not much more in my opinion but it's only because there i don't even really know why the effects just kind of looked better it's because they were better integrated because it wasn't just a whole cgi movie with people kind of plastered into it yeah and it is only a year difference it's not like it's like oh it looks better than kim possible movie well yeah the kim possible movie came out a decade ago it's like no it came out a year a year later and it looks better right I would say dialogue-wise, with that test of time, they're probably about the same for me, but you're right. The effects make I mean, it I'm, I'm going to give it like a 5-2-5. Five, five. Yeah. I'm, I'll do a 5-5. Five, five. I yeah. gave Kim Possible a 5. I gave it a 4 What else did I give five. a 5-5? Five, so I think five. like a half point. I think a half point up is, is, is more than fair. I gave Adventures in Babysitting a 5, and I do think that this holds up better than Adventures in Babysitting. Yeah. I give that one a 5-5 five, five too, but I'm totally fine with <laughs> giving them both the same. Yeah, it's like it's not that much. Right. Yeah, I, I'm fine with a 5-2-5. Five, five. I think, I mean, there's nothing really more else to say about it besides, like, it's it's magical elements will help it hold up. The The dialogue brings it down because it's a little bit too much of the era. Some of the effects aren't great. I think I might have already said that. I my brain kind of stopped working halfway through this sentence. So anyway, <laughs> five point two five and a five five seems fine. Yeah. As for moral, boy, this movie started out with one moral and then decided to flip it. <laughs> I have one, two, three, four, five morals. One of them is a joke. One of them I think is correct, and one of them I think is. One of them, I think, is the accidental true moral, actually. And one of them, I think, because it's a quote from the movie, is what they actually were trying to do. Oh, I didn't even write down any quotes from the movie. So I'm curious what you have for there that. There were two in a row. And I wrote them down because I was like, I don't think Sarah is going to even be able to catch these. No, <laughs> I definitely didn't. I think you're you're probably going to have a better grip on the moral. So I don't know if you want me to say what I have first and then you can um, probably correct it. <laughs> I'll go first and then you can jump in if you have anything similar. Okay. So the first one I have is just because you're different doesn't mean you're wrong, which isn't really a real proverb or anything. It was just me trying to think of how to say this. Yeah. And I don't think it's wrong necessarily, but... Yeah. Is that the one that you thought was at the beginning? Because they were definitely making her an outcast? Well, not just her, but all of the upside down magic people. Yeah. But... The next one I have is my joke one, and that's school is hell. Especially when you're underground in a bunker. Yeah, especially when you're underground in yes. a bunker and your teacher, your teachers are treating you like garbage, and you're being the expectations and pressures for you are literally turning you to dark magic. Mm-hmm. Uh, my my one that I think is their accidental true moral is fight the system. Yeah. Because the whole third act of the movie is fight the system, but Mm -hmm. it's just the third act. And I don't know if a DCOM would ever actually have the moral of fight the system. I don't think so, but I think you're right. You brought that up during the watch along. I'm like, you know what? That's pretty accurate. Yeah. Like I said, I think that's the accidental true moral. As much as I really want it to be fight the system, I think it's accidental true. The quote that I think is the... Real, the moral they were trying to shove down throats is be the most of the something you can be. Yeah, that's... I had, like, make your own destiny, like, be yourself, that kind of vibe, and I feel yeah, like that... Yeah, so it's that, like, be the yeah. most you there is. Yeah. Which is what, I think that's is what, what they, the end is. Mm-hmm. And it's what the third act is also doing. It's fight the system while being the most of the something you can be. Yes. Man, if it was actually fight the system that they were going for, that would have been so awesome. That would have been so fun. 
And then the last quote is, let kids be themselves. Which was, again, a be quote. Yourself, but yeah. that's not, yeah. That's not a, that's, that's not, it's not as, as quote unquote good as be the most of the something you can be. What else did you have? Those were the two. I had the make your own destiny, be yourself, and then, like, don't run away from your destiny. Like, don't let people tell you what you're going to be doing. Yeah, don't like don't let someone write the script for you or right. that other one we I had think, was. I was gonna say I think we've had that one before, haven't we? About yeah, uh, what I that? couldn't tell you which one it was. It was one one of the later ones. Oh, it's from uh, Team Beach Two. Oh, that would make sense. I don't think this one did the moral terribly, but I don't think it did it well. Again, I'm basing. I'm kind of bouncing it off of. Uh, adventures in babysitting because it's like that one the moral wasn't great but it was okay but this one was a better moral than that mm-hmm. that one I have at a four but I think this one's more like a a, a five at least let yeah. me see I gave adventures in babysitting a five so I gotta see what I ranked at a six oh, I don't have anything as a five I'm fine giving this I a five I don't know if I have anything at a six I am. I'm Our list is getting so long. It's getting so hard to to look back. I know at them. it's going to be really. Oh, I'm going to give really this one hard. a six, and that makes me happy that I don't have a six yet. I think what I'm going to do is keep the main sheet, and then what next week I'm going to make us another like a another tab that'll just be season one. That way we can look at season one, and then we can look at season two separately. I like that idea. I'm a genius. Everybody <laughs> needs to know that I'm the smartest person on the planet. Uh, that's the biggest lie I've ever told. My I'm so honored to have freaky. the smartest person in the planet as my best friend. <laughs> um, I think if I was rating this for fight the system, I think I would get it, give it almost the exact same score because they don't really fight the system that much. They fight a shadow monster, so I might even rank it a little bit lower. Yeah, I just like the idea of a decom having the moral of fight the <laughs> right. system. Yeah, but man, if it was fight the system and they did a good job of it, that'd be almost. Which one did we have at a scream team? 9.5? I don't know. <laughs> 9.5 9. 5 for now. That Next week, spoilers, I, yeah. I'm bumping that to a 10. <laughs> right, it, it's the perfect moral. It's so, it makes me feel so good just thinking about it. Oh, I love that movie. <laughs> I'm so glad. It's not the best movie on the planet, but I'm so glad that it had a good moral. Right. <laughs> Especially after watching the past four movies we did, we look back on those happy Halloween Scream Team Halloween. days. We're like, oh, I loved it so much. And Don't Look Under the Bed. And that Ooh. one, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> overall ranking... Uh... I would watch this before Adventures in Babysitting. I would watch this before Kim Possible. Yeah. I was thinking I might I think just put I'm this one right at a C. C. Oh, yep. <laughs> we're thinking I the think same. I'm a- I thought you were going to be really mean to it. Because I, I had to factor in that I just had a terrible viewing experience, and I tried to factor that out. But I, I think I would watch this before Kim Possible and Adventures the in Babysitting. The only other movie I have at a C is the Sweet Life movie. And I think that's about accurate. I wouldn't want to watch the Sweet Life movie over Upside Down Ma- Magic, but I don't think I would want to watch Upside Down Magic necessarily over the Sweet Life movie. Yeah. So it's like, I think having them both at a C is fine. Right. And I have Invisible Sister at a C plus, And I think, is that my only C plus? Yes. Yeah. And I, I think I would watch Invisible Sister before I watched Upside Down Magic, just because the performances in Inv- Invisible Sister are so good. And don't get me wrong, it's not like the Upside Down Magic performances were bad, but there was much more of like a I'm acting thing going on with all of the performers in that. But in Invisible Sister, it felt a lot more like watching something from real life. Yeah. As dumb as that sounds. I think if I was judging it based on just the first part of this movie, I would rank it lower. Yeah, but, but the, 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 the the third act really does save this movie. Yeah. It was it was fun. So. And I'm sorry that that's when it really started being bad technologically for you. Yeah. I have Sweet Life movie also at a C, like you do, and also Now You See It and Up, Up, and Away. So I have a lot of Cs, but I also feel like this sits the same, especially as one like Up, Up, and Away. Yeah. 
I think it, I think that's I also totally just, understandable. I don't want to have three out of four C minuses as the last four movies. Yeah, I do, but I, I, it's not like I'm like, oh, I'm not giving it a C minus because I don't want it to be the same as Kim Possible. I, I would genuinely watch this before I watched Kim Possible. Yeah. Granted, I don't know if we'd ever want to watch any of them again. No. But if forced to, we would pick this one before those. There was just something about Kim Possible that upset me, and it is partially because of the TV show. But there was just the whole story, and it just, it just I don't, I don't need to ever watch it again. But this one, I'm like, you know what? Maybe I would read the book, and then I would watch it. Right. So, and I'm kind of curious. Yeah. They did set it up for a sequel, so I'm curious. I think now a sequel that, would do better now than that this. the upside upside down magic idea is hopefully gone. Like they're gonna be with their actual schools now. I'm hoping the sequels are more interesting, and the teachers are better. Hopefully, in the sequels. Yeah, I feel like a sequel, it's just, it, there's there would be less exposition. So I feel like they'd actually be able to have some fun with it. Yeah. Trying to, I don't know how the how well the ratings were for this movie. It had a, it had a higher score than Kim Possible. It had a 4.8 out of 10. Oh, I thought you were going to say out of 5. I was going to say, what? What did no, other no. people watch? Uh, there's a user review on uh, IMDb that's a one. It just says, oh, there, actually, there's a bunch. One of them is just labeled garbage. Hollywood <laughs> in its biggest crisis. Nothing like the book. Which, honestly, I would agree with. Yeah. This movie took a lot of liberties with its source material. Right. A lot of liberties. And if I was the writer, I might be kind of upset. Right. I wonder if the so. writer had any sort of involvement in the movie production like a lot of authors do. She was not listed. What's weird is that there's three people listed for the novel under writing credits, but she was not one of the screenwriters. So probably not. I'm curious what a lot of people who read the book would think. If you're listening to this and you've read the books, let us know. Yeah, we'd love to know. Because like like I said, I want to read this book. I do. I, I'm not, like I said, I'm not a huge fan of the magic system, but maybe it's better in the book. And I do like I do like junior reader magic stuff, and I can read it incredibly quickly. So I I I I would like to know the source material, and I think that's important. And like I said, I did try and read it before this episode, but I couldn't get a copy of it. And I want to read it legally, because what's the that's point of not doing that? Right. So, yeah. What else do I have written down for this movie? stop motion oh my god i forgot about that effect one of the first effects in this movie is they're doing like this the opening of this movie is like showing people and their different talents there's art kids and music kids and then it pans to young nori in the window above her garage oh my gosh yeah and it's so bad looking it looks like they just took a shot and tried to like paste it into a different shot and it looks so flat when it's definitely a 3D person. Right. And that's the opening scene. That was a bad introduction to the movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's what I was going to say. So part of the reason that the flickers aren't invisible was due to budget constraints, which I've been thinking about it. And I'm like, you know, I get I get budget constraints, but it's like that's the one that they changed. They changed flickers from doing it being invisible. I feel like that would be so easy. Yeah. I was thinking about that when you were saying, I'm like, I guess the transformation to invisible would be hard. But once they're invisible, yeah. it's not that hard. I feel like transforming into an animal would Also, they did invisible. More. They did invisible with invisible sister. Yeah. Maybe that was way more difficult than it seems. But I just feel like editing a person out of a scene is not that hard compared to... I mean, they had to keep the transformation one because that's Nori's whole thing. But they kind of did it with, what's her name, Chandra? Where she was, like, this invisible thing that only Reyna could see. Yeah, but I think they just shot that scene without her in it. Yeah, they did. But I feel like they could have done something like that with... But they never made her disappear, did they? No. They just... That's they went the from thing. the shot That's where what she would have was... been the money. Yeah. And that would have been... That would have been... But I just don't know where all the money went. I don't know. I don't know. That's they my They paid for the location, thing. and that probably cost a lot of money. Yeah. So I'm not, like I said, I think switching them to being telekinetic was not a bad idea. I am bummed that they cut four of the main characters because there's, like I said, there's supposed to be eight Upside Down Magic kids, but there's only four in the movie mm-hmm. and those four are in the books, but okay, hold on. 
Let me see if I can find the characters. Yeah, it's like they only wanted one character for each school, and then the teacher for the Upside Down Magic Kids was the last school. They didn't want any more than one per. They kept Nori, Elliot, Andres, and Pepper, but they cut Bax, Marigold, Willa, and Sebastian. And I don't know anything about those characters. I could look it up. I wonder if they'll introduce them in the sequels somehow. I would hope so. I would hope so. Okay, no, there are three writers for this book series. Sarah Mlinowski, Lauren Miracle, and Emily Jenkins. I don't know why or what. I don't know. I don't know. But I don't know how that works. But let me see. Yeah, these are all. Oh, no. Okay. These are. There's different film ones. Okay. So Bax. Bax is oh also the school name was changed in the movies it's called the in the movie it's called sage academy but in the books it's called dunwiddle magic school don't know why yeah that's a weird thing to change yeah so bax is a flexor who can turn into a rock can turn into a rock yeah okay instead of an animal i'm trying to find the other kids someone's name is gertrude raspberry i want that name (laughs) Gertrude Raspberry. So Marigold is an upside down magic. She's a fitter, meaning she can make objects small and large. Wait, she just has her own school? Yeah. Maybe fitters. Ah, unlike most upside down magicians, Marigold's power is not identifiable as a variety of one of the five F powers. So she calls herself a fitter. She's shrunk her toothbrush, her bed, her grandpa's car, and once, another student. And once, another student. <laughs> hmm. Let me see. Pepper. What can I want to know what Pepper's power is because in the movie she's a she's a, a, a flicker who can do things in the opposite way, but it's a different thing. It's a different thing in the books. Oh, she's a fierce... Instead of communicating with animals like a fuzzy, she scares them. Her ability was first said to affect her normal school, causing complete chaos and earning her a bad reputation. Hmm. Interesting. That's interesting. Uh, let's see. Oh, Willa. And then Sebastian. Uh, so Willa can make indoor rain. She's an upside-down flare. She's now known to have water magic and calls herself a fluid. That's kind of neat. I mean, like the whole Sebastian opposite of fire thing. That's listed in this, so I don't know who Sebastian is. Yeah, that's it's interesting. Andres has the same power apparently. Okay, and then there's Elliot. He's an upside down flare. He's capable of weak flaring, but his freezing abilities are much more powerful. He's Frozone. <laughs> I actually think the smoke thing was far more interesting than a freezing ability. Yeah, especially if there's already someone who has a water like a opposite or upside down version of fire as water i'm kind of sad though because that means that nobody was an upside down flicker true yeah there was no upside down flickers because like in the in the in the movie there was quote-unquote no upside down fuzzy until the teacher scriff or whatever his name was he he was shown to be a fuzzy anyway back to (laughs) lots of differences (laughs) Why would a shadow magic book just be in the school's library? How did it get there? Ah, I don't know. Well, maybe it magically appeared there because at the end it magically appeared. Well, no, that was. I feel like someone would have to like would would, monitor that. I don't know. The school just they should have a restricted section like in Harry Potter. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Uh, the spinning scenes. Oh, so many spinning Uh, scenes. That one with the classroom with the spiral sitting arrangement that they had, and they were just. Between the spiral that was in there and the spinning camera, it was a lot. But they also did that later in the movie when people were talking. They'd do the spinning mm-hmm. around thing like they did in the Sweet Life movie. There was uh, uh, Raina and um, uh, Chandra. Right. They were talking right before Chandra takes over Raina. And it was, it, was, it was hard to watch. So the guy who directed this movie, I forgot to look at him. He hasn't done that many movies. He's done a lot of like teen shows, but he did do the movies Sydney White, which is not good. 
American Pie Presents The Naked Mile, also not good, and Sleepover, also not good. So not a great track record. And this movie was, um, how do you say, not well directed, so... <laughs> That's how you say. Not super looking forward to anything else he does. No. No offense, my dude, but... <laughs> we'll see if he ends up doing the sequels or not. Hopefully they'll find some new people to work on sequels if they do them. Yeah, oof. I have an example of the obnoxious dialogue when they're doing the yoga oh, yeah. scene. And um, the teacher uses the phrase, jiggity, jaggedy, puberty energy. And that's why they're doing yoga, to get that energy out. I'm like, oh, I hate that. What a weird like phrase. phrase. He had a lot of really weird lines that were supposed to be like, I'm really cool and like totally off the grid and like a funky dude. Because he was like, I've been supposed to do this for like a minute. And it's like, cool. Why are you speaking like this? Yeah. He had a couple fun lines, but it was like, it was weird. Mostly just uncomfortable stuff like that. Where you're like, why are you talking to these kids like this? This is yeah. weird. The last thing I have is that when Reyna gets taken over by the shadow monster, her eyes are so scary and they linger on them. Like they they linger on her eyes with these scary giant pupils for what feels like a minute. And and I I don't I didn't like it. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't bring up the very end with the the battle scene at the end when the teacher says fuzzies Call the birds! And they all, as a group, just yell, Birds! Attack! <laughs> like, who who decided that that's the... I didn't write it down. Yeah, so, like, they're all supposed to be fighting the shadow monster, and it proves that all of these, like, honors students are actually kind of crap at their job. Right. Uh, because the, the, the flares try and do something, but they can't really do it. Also, there's definitely an elitism for the flares. Uh, the, the flickers can't do any they can't bring anything to them uh the flyers can't even get off the ground the fluxers turn into like chickens and kittens and stuff because they're not good at their jobs Mm -hmm. and then the fuzzies (laughs) the principal goes fuzzies call the birds of prey and then they just they just put their hands over their mouths and go birds attack and it's so funny because then they just birds of prey come flying and do nothing right and guess who comes in to save the day and prove it's that they're the UDM better than Wow. It's because they've been coming. actually, like, practicing to be a team, which, like, you would never want a team of all of the same abilities. That sounds useless. Right. <laughs> uh, wasn't there a scene where, at the very end, there was, the flares had, like, two eyes, and then um, the guy who can do smoke just puts a, a line underneath yeah, to Raina make a smiley face. Elliot. Yeah. Uh, Coming together to make a smiley face in the sky. Yeah. Oh, at the end of the movie, all the UDM kids get to matriculate into their respective schools, which is nice, but also, like, kind of expected. Yeah. I wonder if the... Are the rest of the books still called Upside Down Magic, now that Upside Down Magic isn't really a thing? I mean, it's a thing. It's just not frowned upon. Right. I guess, but... I I don't know. I think I think it's cool to be different. Gosh darn it! <laughs> it is. I just I don't know. I guess when they were incorporated with the others, I'm just like, okay, they're not upside down magic kids anymore. But I guess you're right. They they do still have their upside down magic abilities. So <sighs> I'm I I don't have anything else to say. Nope, I don't either. Okay. Well, next week is our wrap up of the season episode and then we'll be taking a little bit of a break a little bit of a break because it'll be the holiday season and the new year and we're tired and we want to rest <laughs> but then we'll be back yes. in the new year with, with a new season the new season with brink so Going what back is to the, the 90s. What, what is the decom mission for this week uh, i don't know my mission is might be to go read the book I don't know if other people are going to want to do that, but... Read a magic book. Read your favorite magic book. Read a new magic book. Yeah. I guess it it doesn't have to be this one. I've been meaning to start um, Name of the Wind for a while. Maybe I'll Mm. I'll actually do that. Who knows? I've I've talked about a book series that I started. There's only two in it right at this moment, but it's a really... Oops. I just pulled my own headphones out. Oh, my God. Uh, it's It's a young adult magic series based in Nigeria, and it's a really fascinating magic system. And it's a book. The first book is called Akata Witch, A-K-A-T-A. 
it's it's really neat. And I, I took the second book out from the library, but then I got a job and I kept renewing it and I never finished it and I'm bummed about it. So maybe I'll try and finish the, the second book, but I'm probably still going to be super busy, but I'm going to try. <laughs> the emphasis on all of our decommissions is try, try. to. Try. I started reading uh, Lord of the Rings with my with a couple of my residents at work, so I'm finally reading That's those dense. books. Those yeah. are dense. They're actually pretty into it. We read it. My oh, residents wow. have have not the, the same taste, taste in as books. you. <laughs> I'm surprising, right? That's very fun. But yeah, when you think, oh, a nursing home, what do they want to read? Something sappy and loving? Nope, it Lord of the Rings. Amazing. A thousand page them. books. It's it's a jolly time. Well, it gives I'm, you I'm something really to, like, really invest in. Yeah. Because, like, I like really lengthy things. And, and I, 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 I've, as we've talked about, we haven't talked about in a long time, is my, my trifecta of character world plot. Oh, yeah. We used to talk well, about and this, that every this was a This was, I, well, we could bring it back. But it's, it's far easier to talk about with fantasy movies. Yeah. Um, this one is very much a plot world. Yes. Because the characters are not given, like, any time. And it's really a bummer. Uh, and as people probably know, I am a character world person. Why am I saying probably? I haven't talked about it in so long. I'm a character world lover, so I really like things where I can jump in, feel like I'm a part of the gang, and really invest myself in the world. So I really like the Percy Jackson series. I did really like the Harry Potter series. It's been a little bit tainted by its writer being an absolute turf. Mm-hmm. But I really like Lord of the Rings. Like I really like a world where I can feel like I'm a character in it and I can do what I want to do in it. And that's, it's, it's a weird feeling, but it's just, it's just what I really like. Yeah. I'll try and bring that back for next season. That's why I don't understand how people aren't into fantasy books. I'm like, how do you not love just escaping into this other world? Some people have no imagination. <sighs> poor people. Yeah. <laughs> Those sucks. poor, poor people. I used to get, I used to get detrimental report cards that would say like, Kira has too much imagination. She's a little bit too invested Boo. in her own imagination. And my mom terrible would go, thing to write. Mm-hmm, that's nice. Thank you for that wonderful oh. input that I do not care about. Good on your mom. I mean, my mom is an artist. She doesn't give a, she didn't give a hoot. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see you in the next one, everybody. Hope you uh, enjoyed us talking about this absolutely mediocre movie. <laughs> And hopefully we'll start off strong next season. But we'll Yay. see you on the wrap-up. Bye. Bye.